Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I should be sleeping like a love. But when I get home to you, I find the thing. KCAA Loma Linda. 1050 AM. 106.5 FM. And now 102.3 FM. California headline news, firefighters have made some progress on the Soledad fire burning in the Santa Clarita Valley. L.A. County Deputy Fire Chief David Richardson says weather is an issue. The challenge is the fact that it will again be hot and dry today. Temperatures are expected to be in the mid to high 90s. The fires burned 1,300 acres and is 30% contained. A 17-year-old driver who police say was going the wrong way on a Montclair street was involved in a fatal accident. A 14-year-old passenger in the vehicle was killed and four other people were injured. With the new school year set to begin in August, Los Angeles Unified School District Superintendent Austin Butner says they're trying to get ready. As we look ahead to the start of a new school year, the challenge is to build on the foundation that's been put in place over the past few months and apply the learnings to provide the best possible education for students. He said no decision has been made about a return to campus, saying it is reasonable to assume there will be an online component for most students. Steve Clawson, California News. Get your car ready for summer at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oil, check. Battery, check. Wipers, check. And don't forget your cooling system. Right now, get Peak Long Life Universal Pre-Mixed Antifreeze and Coolant for $12.99 a gallon at O'Reilly Auto Parts. And earn double O rewards points with your purchase. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. Summer's here and it's time to get grilling. So let our Ace Grilling experts help you choose the right grill for your family from the best brands like Big Green Egg Charcoal Grills, Traeger Wood Pellet Grills, and Weber Gas Grills. And since our stores are locally owned and we're committed to helping our neighbors, we'll also assemble and deliver your grill for free. Around the block, what you need in stock with people who know their grills. Offer valid for Ace Rewards members through July 13th on grills and accessories $3.99 and up. See participating stores for scheduling or exclusions. Here's the legend of Mountain Mike's Pizza. There's a tale the early settlers tell that while panning for gold just below San Francisco near the Redwoods, a unique discovery was made. Not just gold in the ground, but the golden smell of Mountain Mike's Pizza and their fresh homemade pepperonis. A taste the 49ers from all over California couldn't pass up. It was pizza from the mountaintop, pizza the way it ought to be. Since 70 ought plus 8, Mountain Mike's has been dishing up pizza dough rolled fresh daily using real whole milk mozzarella with mouth 
mouth-watering, delicious, fresh ingredients, including their legendary crisp, curly pepperoni that makes their pizzas sought after like the gold of the 1800s. Now, Mountain Mike's has come to Redlands, located at the Redlands Packing House District near Sprouts. Feed your family for the holidays at mountainmikespizza.com or 909-335-1133. That's 909-335-1133. And discover this pizza gold for yourself. Google Mountain Mike's Redlands. This is Gary Garver. In these trying times, many people are depressed and lost because the future of our society is up in the air. People turn to drastic measures, including the abuse of drugs and alcohol. If you're going through these troubling times and turning to substance abuse because you're feeling there is no hope, we have a way for you to see the light. SAD, or Stop Abusing Drugs and Alcohol, is a nonprofit organization that will help you, at no cost to you, stop abusing drugs or alcohol. Founded by Tony Navarchi, SAD will refer you to the top detox doctors in your area. If you're having financial hardships, SAD will pay every and any cost for you, including doctor visits, counseling, and medications. Save your life and contact Tony. You can reach out to him by calling him personally at 310-999-1887 or visit the website saddetox.com. That's S-A-D-D-E-T-O-X.com. Tired of paying outrageous prices for Viagra? Well, we have great news for you. Now you can finally get Viagra at huge discounts. Healthy Man allows you to save up to $500 on Viagra. Why pay U.S. pharmacy prices of $15 per pill or more when you can get Viagra for less than $3 a pill? Call today and get 40 Viagra pills for only $99. This can cost as much as $600 at your local pharmacy. You can't afford not to call us if you want Viagra at the lowest prices. Never pay $15 a pill pharmacy prices again. Get Viagra for less than $3 a pill. Call 800-357-1583 today to save up to $500 and get 40 pills for just $99. Healthy Man is fast, easy, and affordable. Operators are waiting at 800-357-1583 to take your call now. Call 800-357-1583. That's 800-357-1583. Again, 800-357-1583. Listen up, folks. Work injuries can be devastating and life-changing. If you were injured at work, you probably have a lot of questions. I'm attorney Daniel Rudbari, and I represent injured workers. Call me for your free consultation at 800-325-1454. I'll answer your questions and advise you on how to protect your right to make sure you get the workers' compensation benefits you may be entitled to. 800-325-1454. 800-325-1454. This is KCAA.
just the way I came up. Never give up, team. This is Robert Porter with the I Love San Bernardino County Radio Show on NBC KCAA 106.5 FM, 102.3 FM, 1050 AM. We talk politics, culture, and history. Today we'll be focusing on Don Sizzle OG's suicide, who just opened up right now and been opening up for our show for a while. I can't wait for him to call in. He's a good friend and he's a good hard worker, and uh, he's a, a suicide advocate as well. So he helps young rappers move their way up. He also helps people understand. Understand that suicide is not the answer, and if you just keep going and never give up, you can find a better way. But uh, today, we'll uh, definitely want to mention our sponsors, uh, Celebrities uh, Bar and Grill on 40th Street. Uh, right now, they're closed down, unfortunately, because of the COVID. But he is selling his Bite Me masks over there, so you can uh, you can order Bite Me masks. He's got them at a 7-Eleven down the street there, and and you can also uh, get a hold of me or him, and I could uh, hook you up with that. Uh, also, um, uh, Max, Max and I, Max Ayer and I are having a, a new show that we, uh, do live from I Love San Bernardino exclamation points Facebook group. So that's my group. We have 17,000 members and we go live from there on Sunday and it's called Talk of the Town. So we just sit there and we, uh, kind of shoot the, uh, you know, and just have a good old time and, you know, we can cuss a little bit, stuff that we can't really do on here and we trying to trying to just uh, make a difference. But if you'd like to be on that show and you got a strong voice and you want to make your voice heard, um, let me know what your idea for a show is and we could get you on over there or here as well. So uh, hit me up, Robert Porter, on uh, Facebook or um, on, on I Love San Bernardino exclamation points or I Love San Bernardino page and, and uh, we'll see what we can do about get you on here. Um, if you got uh, something cultural you'd like to talk about, music, um, uh, politics, of course. We'd love to have politicians on here. Let us know, and we'll have a good time. Uh, uh, Jesse here has uh, been doing a great job as co-host when we can get him in here. So Thanks, Robert. Thanks yeah, for having me back. Yeah, everyone says you have a r- great radio voice. Well, let's go. All right. I'd also like to mention Tam's Burgers over in Rialto. Um, they're uh, located on Baseline and Riverside Avenue right there by the Stater Brothers. It is good, and they got a $6 burger box over there with two chicken strips that will blow your mind. It's, uh, you know, the chicken's all succulent and good and juicy, and, like, the burger is probably enough in it as it is. So you might want to get one for, for you and your loved one and just uh, and share it or, you know, get some for the whole family. They have uh, whole meals over there. So um, they've really uh, been supporting I Love San Bernardino, and I I'd hope that you guys could get over there and try some of the food. It's worth the, uh, the drive over there. Or if you live in Rialto or close to it, just head on over there and get something. All right. Well, um, I'd like to mention uh, uh, a little bit of history before we have uh, Don Sizzle come on. So he should be calling in about 720. But today, we'd like, I'd like to talk about the Arrowhead Hotel as host to hundreds at a banquet. And this is uh, um, basically an article that was written for the San Bernardino County Sun on Thursday, June 22nd, 1916. So over 100 years old, Jesse. Isn't that cool? That's crazy. All right. So Mr. Marshall speaking, being transcribed by the Sun reporter. Ladies and gentlemen, it is a pleasure to be with you tonight and to help rejoice over a good job well done. I do not come as a stranger, but as one claiming the privileges of an old settler. For I lived in this valley over a year, uh, over a year, 36 years ago, 1880 to 1881. I wish to take advantage of this occasion to call to your attention the value of the Arrowhead Mountain as one of the greatest assets San Bernardino has. I like the way this guy thinks. You have here a unique trademark, a rare universal symbol. 
not small or obscure, but large and majestic, a gigantic arrowhead, perfect from shank to point, and keeping with this suburb surroundings. It is set upon a hill where it cannot be hid, 3,500 3, feet above the ocean, 13... 175 feet long, 450 feet wide, and covering 7.5 acres, visible for 30 miles to the naked eye. Other cities have their Mount Rainer or Pikes Peak and boast of the beauties of peaks piercing through their clouds. But there are countless mountains like these in the world. Some may boast of waterfalls, beautiful as a poet's song, but there are m many such waterfalls. In all the world, however, there is only one mountain with a great arrow blazing upon it. It is where all, and where all can see. It is one great universal symbol that is quickly recognized by low-browed savages from Patagonia or from the depths of the darkest Africa, as by the high brows from the greatest universities. It has been for the ages a great magnet and that has drawn men from the, all races, all tribes to this wonderful valley, in fact, which it led to its discovery and settlement. It was the magnet that drew wandering tribes of Indians into the valley of this wonderful richness long before Cabrillo landed at San Diego. The, the wild tribes came from the desert through the Cajon and San Gregorio passes to bathe in the healing waters at the foot of the Great Arrow. Here they built their temescals or sweat houses and after being suffocated by the steam, plunged in the cold water of Waterman Creek, a heroic treatment that would kill or cure, and either, either way made for a good, a good Indian. Now, I have to say that this is an old writing here, team, so like there is some kind of, uh, they said things differently, and I don't always agree with it, but I like to, to you know, I don't like to mess up the quote. I like to say it exactly how it was, how the history was said, and we can discuss the, you know, w what that stuff meant uh, at other times. But, but, but okay. So in, in 1774, okay, it was on March 14th, 1774, two years before the Declaration of Independence in the East, that Captain Bautista de Anza stood in the San Gregorio Pass and named the valley below Valley of Saint Joseph after the foster father of his savior. It was the highest tribute he could pay. For him, it was like a dream of paradise after the purgatorio of the desert had, he had passed through. It is known that the captain stayed some time in the valley to recuperate before going to San Gabriel. And it was in his reports to the mission of many Indian rancherias and wonderful fertility of the Valley of Plenty, as the um, Gachamas called it, which led to which led the good father, fathers to finally establish a mission here. It was May 20th, 1810, before Padre Francisco Dumas established a little storehouse and branch mission at Poltolana, which is on the little ridge just north of Colton, now marked by a tablet and mission bell. Here the good father and his assistants hung up the bells for the first upon their knees and then upon the aborigines carrying them into the fold of the new religion. So, so Robert, is that uh, symbol of the uh, the arrowhead, is that maintained? Is that something that is, you know, just, I mean, is that the way just everything grows there? So it, it was maintained by the Native Americans. And then later on, 
um, and built by the Native Americans. It may orig originally been a spot of white courts, but it's been altered since then. But um, also the Boy Scouts of America and Friends of the Arrowhead in the 1940s, 50s, and 60s also planted trees around there. And I heard they also dynamited some stuff at the top. So uh, there's, there's things that have been done more recently. But as of now, it's a, a, a state historic site. And also the 20% at the bottom is owned by... With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Salmon well. So I don't believe uh, anything's been done to it recently. And uh, there is some, uh, they did try to shore up the crack itself, which I think uh, was, was actually hurt when they dynamited it. So the water would run down the crack instead of the ways that the Native Americans had the water run EFCO. And it just, so they put a, uh, like uh, um, train tracks in there and built up all kinds of uh, um, uh, sandbags with cement to try to keep the dirt up in there. Well, and, and that's one of the things uh, that I remember about San Manuel uh, during we, you know, when we were attacked here in San Bernardino, um, they actually lit up the arrowhead for us. Uh, for a couple of days. So that that was actually really cool of them uh, to be able to light up that arrowhead for us uh, during that time. It, it was it was pretty cool. I got some good pictures of that too. But uh, all right, wait, wait, wait. So uh, where, I lost it. It, it was Menger, it, it was the members of Chis Hippolito's tribe that led the Padres to the Penugal Hot Springs. Now the word Penugal meant the Gachama Indian language arrowhead which proved that the great Indian arrow was then blazing forth from the side of the mountain. It is not artificial because the Indians worshipped it and told the history in legends long before the white man came. Some god once plucked a fiery dart and hurled it into the hills, green heart. Some god that in that long ago the healing waters caused to flow. It is not only the legends of this tribe, but many other tribes that clearly established the antiquity of the arrowhead. Among them, all probably the most authentic is that of the Gachama Indians, which tells of a prolonged drought of dances and sacrifices until Chief Jenna sacrificed his daughter, Nawana, on the funeral pyre of the Mesa, just north of where the arrow is now, in order that all the valley might see. It tells how the great rush of water came down from the mountainside as the clouds cleared away the shrown an arrow pointing down to the hot springs below as a sign of the great spirit and it smiled upon his children. In fact, they may be the, it may have been that cloudburst falling over the reef rocks formed the shank of the arrow and that their rushing waters were confined between the two converging hills giving the form of the arrow. Now, I don't actually believe that. I, I think that the Native Americans actually created all that going on there. So, uh, you know, th this is how he interpreted it. So, mm -hmm. you know, but it says Indian troubles. It was 1812 when the colonies of the East were having their second fight with the mother country. And just about the date Napoleon reached Moscow, that the earthquakes in Southern California were so severe that the Spaniels, Spaniards still refer to it as a time as El Año de Temblores. 
It was the active boiling of the hot springs and the spurting up of mud springs at the Cienega that led the Indians to attack and destroy Little Mission at Potolana. I read that uh, hot uh, hot water and uh, black waters burst out, and that that caused the, the tribes to rise up because that was a bad sign and pushed them out. Their, med their medicine med said that the long robes, with their strange magic, had offended the great spirit, who had placed the arrow as a sign that he would forever protect his children, and if they would not forget him, that the boiling of the springs was but the effect of his sail, the evil spirit trying to escape the depths where he had been confined when the arrow was placed on the mountain. So Isiel is in the mountain, placed there, and that's coyote, or sometimes they call him Takawitz, mm -hmm. um, and he was the, the one that, that was like locked in there, and he was the first medicine man created by the god. Numerous other evidences might be given clearly establishing the fact that the arrow is of prehistoric origin. For 10 or 15 years before 1845, great caravans traveled regularly from the Valley of Plenty through the Cajon Pass to Santa Fe make, taking mules east for the elevation of the Dons and bringing back warm blankets of the Navajos for the comfort of Westerners. It was through these caravans that the knowledge of the arrowhead on the mountain spread abroad, even to the even among the American fur traders of the East and brought they to settle in the lands of the Lugos. It was in 1842 that the mission lands were given as a Spanish grant to the three Lugos on their pledge that they would prevent the Indians from the desert entering the valley through the mountain passes. Then came our troubles with Mexico and Captain Jeff Hunt brought a Mormon battalion in 1847 to construct a fort in Cajon Pass, a work that was ended by the Treaty of Guadalupe Hidalgo which uh, gave California the next year to Uncle Sam. It is a matter of record that Captain Hunt and at least two of his scouts visited the Arrowhead and Hot Springs, and he evidently made a faithful report of all he saw to his chief on his return to, um, to Utah. The great prophet of Zion, after swearing his envoys to secrecy, promptly dreamed a dream and had a vision of a great mountain with a huge white arrow blazing upon it, which guarded the valley, where he was chosen people to establish a new colony where they would, uh, could welcome their brethren coming all the way from the Pacific, from Europe and Australia. And that was the Mormons. So basically it says right here that, that, <laughs> that uh, um, the Mormons were like basically told, like, like um, Smith was told about the Arrowhead, but he told them to keep it secret so he could like give a vision for the, the Mormon settlers to come here for them to see it and then them to like to keep them going through the you know because going through the Mojave is a hard trek, mm -hmm. so uh, they kept them going. So like even the Mormons themselves or the Latter Day Saints of uh, uh, Jesus, Christ, Jesus Christ, yeah, actually uh, used the Arrowhead and its, its history to get people to come here. Also, the fact that it could move around by caravan and things like that lets us know that why couldn't it move by internet? So we need to tell these legends, and that's why I have this book, Legends of the Arrowhead, by Robert Porter on Amazon. So we can, it's cheap, it's only $14.99. It's to let people know, hey, we have all these Indian legends. There's lots of them in here about our arrowhead, some of them thousands of years old. And we need to, we need to share this history because it's incredible. So um, that's just my little help for San Bernardino, and I will be adding this Legends of the Arrowhead book into my Native Mega Art book coming up soon, and I'll have a new book out hopefully before Christmas. That's my goal. That's so that's it. what I'll be working. So uh, you, you said we have a caller real quick? or 
Paul? Okay, go ahead. Hey, Hello. hey, Paul, is this Paul? Yes. Oh, cool. Uh, Paul who? Paulo. Pa- oh, Paulo, how you doing? Not too good. I just wanted to tell you that the altercation in Ukaipa, uh four weeks ago that the station manager talked about, we had three Native Americans beaten and hospitalized by white militia. And tragically now, the wonderful white sheriff of San Bernardino has reversed it against the 20 roof shooters that had rifles illegally and now turned it all against the three people hospitalized, saying they caused the riot. And so I would hope, Robert, that you as an advocate for Native Americans in your history would point out this this terrible situation that has happened against these three young people just exercising their free speech and civil liberties against 80 white people with rifles aimed at them and then beaten. Thank you, Robert, for your work. Okay, that that's really sad, and I I did hear about that Paulo over there in uh, Ukaipa, and uh, I I really do hope that they uh, that maybe like they can get that out a little more. I, I can talk about it a little bit here. I don't think it's it's proper for anyone to use an uh, a weapon of any sort, especially when someone's protesting. So uh, I I do agree with you there. I don't know the full story, but I do hope that uh, you will uh, try to bring charges up if you can, uh, at least on those people that did that. Um, I I did notice somebody posted, uh, tagged me in a post where it showed someone with a large scar across their face. And uh, um, if that kind of stuff is happening, it shouldn't be. So um, I agree with you that... uh, that that shouldn't have happened. Uh, we need to find out more information, and uh, definitely, I would contact the DA uh, and uh, our area and uh, see what he what he has to say about that. Um, definitely, people shouldn't be protesting in any way, shape, or form with uh, uh, any type of weapons and threatening others. Absolutely. So, uh, uh, well, I'm glad you called, Paulo. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I know you hung up, and uh, like, uh, I think I have an idea who Paulo is. He, he disguised who he is, but, but uh, like, uh, keep up your work over there, and uh, and uh, keep letting the people know what's going on. All right. Well, uh, we just talked about that legend, of the Arrowhead. It, it always excites me to talk about the Arrowhead. It's one of my favorite things on the planet. But uh, before uh, Don Sizzle calls in. Um, we'll, we'll talk a little bit about, uh, um, the fireworks extravaganza that we had on the fourth. Do you believe that it was, it was like we had a grand finale for how many hours? Uh, about three to three and a half hour <laughs> finale there. It was incredible. I can't believe, uh, uh, how many people, uh, uh, had like illegal fireworks, man. T- tell us a little bit about what you saw over there at 66ers. Uh, we were over at 66ers and as soon as they let out, I mean, not only were the people let out, but the illegal fireworks were let out as well. And it didn't matter what side of the freeway on the 215, on the east side, on the west side, any 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 side. All you had to do was look up and there was more fireworks. Uh, the craziest part, we live over, you know, on north of the uh, of the 210 freeway. And we also had a tremendous amount of illegals up there and just the the danger factor um, it, it's, it's, it's severe. And it set, set a lot of palm trees on fire. I noticed on, they were posted on, I love San Bernardino exclamation points. Right. And I was like, Whoa, that's a lot. But like, this is my thing. Like I know fires are bad and they can be really bad, but like 
they're not doing anything about this. Like, and it's not the safe and sanes. That's not the, the, the fireworks that the, that they're selling for non-for-profits. These are like from Nevada, uh, China, Mexico fireworks that are freaking huge. Oh yeah. No. And that's one of the things that I know that there's been a lot of discussion over at the city regarding, you know, we got to ban fireworks sales, but what a lot of people don't understand is with the nonprofits that are associated, a lot of their income happens to come from firework safe and sane sales. Um, so it just happens to be that it just takes a little bit of bad people to, uh, to ruin a good thing. And my, my thing here is also is like we as men, we always try to put laws on things, laws, laws, laws. Well, obviously, our laws are not working because that was a lot of fireworks. But to me, I start thinking money then. I'm like, well, wait a second. Why don't we charge taxes on all those fireworks? And instead of giving all our tax money over to Nevada for these fireworks in Arizona or whatever, why can't we just sell them here and charge high taxes on them right here. So I, I, that's the way I am. I had the same argument with cannabis. It's already it's there. Already here. Yeah, we might as well tax it. And this, this is my other argument. We have car accidents every day. People die. Cars cause more fires and fireworks, right? So why don't we ban cars? Because it sounds absurd, doesn't it? Ban cars. We don't. It, it takes police resources. Cars cost us money. It costs the taxpayer money. We got to do roads. We should... No! Let's, let's charge more taxes on the cars. That's what they do. Well, we should do the same thing with fireworks. I know they cause fires. I know for a fact that the Arrowhead Springs Hotel burned down because 4th of July fireworks. That is right? correct. Back in the day. So, like, they can be bad. But the thing is, is that... Whatever we're doing is not working. No, no, especially with trying to impose uh, citations uh, to to people where you had, I don't know, undercover units try to go and, and cite people, $1,000, you know, fines or whatnot. Good luck. You know, the, these people probably are underage. They don't have the ID, and they're still going to go around uh, having these fireworks. So um, I just believe that there there's some change that is needed also in, in that arena. And, and if they, I bet you if they add up all the fines that they gave, right, it's not going to equal the court costs to, to have those people in court. So some of this stuff might not even go that far. You never know. But if they taxed that million dollars or more worth of fireworks that went off, that's like probably if tax them at 10%, that's $100,000 they could brought in. Like, so maybe we need to think about another avenue for this. I don't know what to do. But obviously what we're doing is not working, working, period. Now, I have another thing to say about the, the pet owners. I understand my father was a Vietnam veteran. When a car would uh, backfire, sometimes he would jump and look for cover, especially when he just got out of Vietnam. And I understand this. But he never blamed the fireworks. My dad never. He, he never blamed the fireworks. In fact, he enjoyed them. And in Canada, they had the big ones back in the day. So he would always talk about that as a kid. And I grew up partially in Mexico, but we had everything. Now, they made them illegal in Mexico, too, like they did here, except for certain days. Yeah. And, and you know, it's it's a valid concern where a lot of people say, hey, well, you know what? You've been lighting fireworks for two weeks before the 4th of July, you know. And, yes, you know, that happens to be a problem. Um, and it's now what, what, what are we at today? The, the 5th, the 6th? And people are still lighting. 
So um, the one thing that I can just say is that I know that, you know, our our uh, police department, you know, is vigilant. They are, you know, on call. They are looking, you know, for those individuals that are continuing to light. Um, but, you know, as a responsible, you know, pet owner, um, I know that you've done your part to keep your, your pets, you well, know, indoors. And this is, this is a chance for an entrepreneur. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chabacasino.com welcome to the family vgw group no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus Doer to create a soundproof room for pets I mean, this is like, like a kettle box. Yeah, yeah. You, it's a responsibility to have a pet. You 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 don't like some 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 people have to put up bigger fences. You have to do things to keep a pet. And if whatever the law, like I've heard every complaint in the book, and I have not seen any. I actually saw more fireworks than I did last year. That's crazy. So whatever it is, it ain't working. So just as a pet owner complaining isn't doing anything so you need to do something else drugging up your dog isn't working right mm -hmm, if it's still right. biting the other ones or whatever it's called you're gonna have to do something i don't know what the, all the answers are but well, all i'm saying is like like just complaining isn't fixing the problem well, and, and that was one of the things i started seeing a couple of tiktok videos uh caesar the uh the pet whisperer one of the things that he brought uh forth was you know take your pet out uh two to three hours prior to you know walk off that energy so that you know they could be at a calmer state that once they do hear the uh the fireworks go off that they don't go you know bonkers and i'm gonna go a step further than that most you pet owners Yes, most of you don't, don't walk, walk your, your dogs, dogs. <laughs> and they you're supposed to do that. Uh, it's it's just natural for them to want to get out. I mean, it's almost it's it, to me it's, it's cruelty. Yeah, it's almost as bad as letting fireworks off by keeping your dog all cooped up. Yep. So like, there's things that we got to work on this together. You are not like a saint just because you say your animal gets hurt by fireworks. It, it may hurt, and like I feel sorry for your animal, and I feel sorry for the ones that jump fences and get hurt or actually get killed. But that's true. But this is the thing: your dog should not be able to get out of your yard even with a firework. Now, let me tell you something: right over there at Paris Hill Park is a shooting range for our police department. Now, they don't always use it anymore; they're not using it as much anymore, but they still do use it. And what are we supposed to do about that? And then what about all the gunfire in San Bernardino as it is? Well, honestly, pets, in all honesty, are probably already used to the gunshots. Yeah, they may be, <laughs> unfortunately. But this, we're, we're, not, we're not trying to joke about this. What we're trying to do is say, hey, whatever we're doing as complainers and as law enforcement and as firework uh, aficionados, we're not doing it right because nothing's changed. It's getting worse, right? So we got to work something out here. Maybe everyone needs to get at the table. Um, especially, they need to they need to call out these Nevada companies that like they should be able to trace every one of those fireworks should have a serial code on it, and like you should be able to trace where they come from. And if that person is, if their fireworks are leaking into here, then maybe they should be punished. I mean, it's like 
it's kind of like, oh, you punish the people after they already bought the fireworks and they're like setting them off. That well, it's not doing any good. Okay, that okay. I, you know that. Let's say just the same way that when we purchase ammo, they, they did the ammo restriction where we had to purchase it with our ID. So now they know exactly how much ammo we're purchasing. So I, I could see that working. And same thing with cannabis. They, everything has a serial code for the least legal cannabis, and it goes back to the actual plant. So, like, there is other things we could do, but just complaining at the city council and, and county meetings and sending your uh, councilman a million emails, it, it, it's not it's, working. It's not going to work. Yeah, it's not working. You, it's up to you to make a change. If you need to start a pack that's anti-firework pack that does that goes after these people by giving money to politicians to get them to listen to you more, which usually works— Maybe that's your answer. I don't know what it is, but like seriously, it's whatever's work, working for you uh, is not working for the firework well, guys because they're like still letting and, them and, off. And you heard the term. It starts at home. And, and the one suggestion that I could give is get to know your neighbors. Yeah, you know, that, that get, is true. Uh, I know a lot of people that, you know, I say, hey, do you guys know who lives on your block? And the answer is no. You know, because they, they, they don't make the effort. But um, I just remember, you know, growing up here in the 80s, and we either had keys to our neighbor's home um, or had their, you know, phone numbers just in case, you know, something were to happen. And there is benefits, too. Like when they're, when your neighbors are barbecuing stuff, you, you usually <laughs> you get, get invited. <laughs> yeah. Now, what I do is I go up and I, I monkey right up the uh, avocado tree. I pick avocados and I go to my neighbors and I introduce myself to new neighbors with a bag of avocados. And it, seriously, if, if you talk to them, um, they, they may not care, but more than likely they will. And at least they know that you said something to them. Absolutely. Uh, prime example, my neighbor, Mike, one of the things that, you know, he does have a pet and he says, hey, Jess, if there's ever a fire up here, you know, please, you know, grab my family member. Make sure you grab my pet. And I said, hey, Mike, not a problem, you know. Um, so, yeah, it, it's it's important to know your neighbors. Uh, one, just so you know who you live with. And two, you don't know when you're going to need that helping hand. And also they might just be like, you know what? It, my, our neighbor's dog is really bothered by these fireworks. They just may not do it next year. Right. You never know. Right. That's all it takes. And, or, and it also, you know, it does help that law enforcement fight, cites some of these people. But like, like to me, a thousand bu- if they're, they're spending a thousand dollars on the fireworks, right? Like it's, as many as they're letting off. So maybe it's maybe that thousand dollar fine isn't enough, but even if you made it like ten thousand, which it is for the third offense, right? Still, like, like that's gonna that's super detrimental, but it hasn't worked, right? Well, and and like I said, even if you, uh, and I, I don't know if you guys that are listening out there, we have different associations. We got Nina, we got Wildwood Association, and I know that lately we haven't been able to to. Uh, go to the association meetings, but this is a great source of information that one tells us what's going on. And I know that we have a lot of the, uh, the, the neighbors come out only around Christmas time, uh, during the ho-ho parade. Um, and if there was just a little more engagement, you know, an hour out of your day, just to see what's going on and see who it is that, you know, is either posting on next door, all the craziness, at least you get to meet them in person. Yeah, it, it's it's definitely uh, good to get involved. And if there isn't a neighborhood association in your area, set one up. 
there's actually a, a, a group of all the neighborhood associations together, right? And they, uh, they, they actually have meetings too, not now, but they do have Correct. meetings. And you can uh, get another area and set one up or maybe uh, bring back one that's already been created, but it's not really active. Bring it back, you know, and, and, and make a difference that way. Uh, I, I really don't know the answer to fireworks. I, I'm just, I'm playing a little bit of devil's advocate here, but I right. did grow up with fireworks um, in Mexico and the guess who was the biggest firework person on the whole block when I was a kid? Me. You know, it was, it was, his name was Mr. Finkel. Um, he was a, a lieutenant in the San Bernardino Police Department. And all the fireworks that they confiscated, he would let off down the street at his house. And all the police officers would show up. And, I mean, it was the party of the town, and they partied down. Let me tell you, they partied. So, like, to me, it's like, wait a second. There's something wrong here. Do we, as I say, not as yeah, I do. Yeah, we survived back those days, and uh, uh, we can survive now. Um, there's ways that we could prevent, you know, a, a if we could prevent the really big ones coming in from Nevada and stuff and maybe give them something more than just a little piccolo Pete here, maybe they'll be satisfied. I don't know. So the craziest thing, we went down with the family and we, uh, we hit up a couple spots, a couple of the uh, fireworks stands, and we we're looking for that big box. Did you know that big box is like $680 now? What? $680 for the, uh, the four-foot-tall box. That's outrageous. And, by the way, they were all sold out. Um, I saw less fireworks stands than any other year, but I saw more fireworks being lit than any other year. So crazy. So they must, so, so some people are staying safe and sane, but then others are just like, they're spending that 600 bucks straight up on uh, legal fireworks. Yep. And I, I, it must, there's a lot of pyros in San Bernardino. A lot. Yes. <laughs> Uh, definitely a, a good oh, amount. I know I could talk about fireworks forever. I've had my uh, my close calls with uh, like the big boom ones. Like one time, like the stick broke on a big boom one in Mexico, and you know we would set up like these uh, PVC pipes so they could shoot out of it. But this one, I was afraid to do that because my dad always told me if it blew up in there, it could actually sh throw shrapnel and stuff. So what we did is we just put it in the sand, lit that thing. But I put too heavy of a stick, and it only went like a few feet and blew. You know, it scared everyone so bad. And so I grew up over on Medical Center and 16th Street, right? So the projects over on that side. The ice cream trucks used to sell the Mexican fireworks that used to kind of like little M80s. Um, so just the different times that we grew up in, right? And we, we did survive. Uh, and we did have a fireworks um, mishap with illegal ones when we were a kid right on our street at Fremontia. Um, my friend had some that they brought back from a, a, another state, and it was a Roman candle, and all the pieces fell out. But you know us, kid, Run. we weren't going to let that fly, so we <laughs> stuffed them back in there. Unfortunately, you have to stuff them back a certain way. So they let off the Roman candle, and that thing shot stuff everywhere. Well, I ran down the street, and I got away. Unfortunately, my knee, uh, not my, um, my cousin, she was younger, caught one right in her hair. And she had hair down to her butt, and, like, it burned, like, no. a big old hole in it and burned her head. And she still remembers this to that day, and she, it really, it, it really uh, uh, like, was traumatic for her. 
So I do understand that they can be dangerous and you shouldn't try to refix a firework. No, 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 no. That's not a good idea. But um, I, just, I just don't see how the ban is working. It's just like cannabis. People are still using it, still doing it. You, we might as well figure out something that works for everybody here and try a different path. Yeah, no, and, and even at the uh, 66ers, uh, shout out to them because they actually had a really nice event. Um, it ran a little late, you know, about 15 minutes after the hour, but the fireworks show in San Bernardino uh, was uh, about 35 minutes long. So that was, you know, that was, that was, it was, it was a place to be on the 4th. I just, uh, I just hit OG suicide up. Uh, I'm, I'm hoping you'll uh, call in here pretty quickly here. Um, sometimes when you have guests, they, they, uh, they, they forget at the last second or they get busy and they, they're dealing with their family or whatever. So we always, uh, have the opportunity because me and, uh, me and Jesse here can talk the whole show anyways. So Don Sizzle, tell tell me a little bit about what you know of him. So, uh, he, he's a, a producer up there in the high desert. Um, I, I've had him on the show a couple times. He, uh, you know, he's survived a, a, a suicide attempt. And he just wanted to make a difference by saying, hey, you know, never give up. Keep going. There's always going to be a brighter day the next day. There's always going to be something better. And he takes that message across the United States and uh, he, all kinds of different media I've seen him on. And people like that I like to embrace and uh, um, give them access to as much media as possible because my father himself committed suicide. Um, my uncle committed suicide, both with firearms, and then my cousin committed suicide up at the jail in Crestline with the shoelaces. So, like, suicide runs in my family, and it's not a good thing. It, it, it hurts the whole family. It hurts the loved ones of those family members, and it, it, sometimes it destroys people's minds. Like, my mama was in, uh, uh, wasn't right for a long time after my dad shot himself, and he just took his gun and went over to the National Cemetery had his purple heart in his hand, um, was having all kinds of stress in 2008 from losing his business, started talking about all the people that he had killed in Vietnam, and he shot himself. And so, it just sucks, you know? No, you're, you're right, Robert. And uh, talking about the uh, that topic there, this is a, a very serious issue when it comes to mental health awareness. Um, right now, I know that there is a lot of people out there struggling uh, because of what is happening with COVID-19, with, you know, the kids being at home. I know domestic violence rates have gone up. Um, and the craziest thing is that, uh, you know, I tell people it's, you know, husband and wives, you guys now have to talk to one another. And, and it hasn't been that way in quite some time. The, 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 problem, the problems that you have, if you work, you're a workaholic, whatever, start to boil up, huh? Absolutely. And, and that, you know, that goes to say I'm also self-employed. Um, my business has, you know, also been affected. Um, but, you know, there's always going to be two sides of the coin. If there's not someone buying, there's someone selling. So the one thing is acknowledge the problem you know, find out that there is a problem and then just go straight into looking for the solution. You know, if you know that your hours are being cut at work, then, you know, jump the gun and start looking for another place of employment that was not affected, you know, by the economy. Um, so there's always going to be opportunities out there. The problem is that we just tend to, you know, stay in our comfort zone. And I know that we don't like to adapt to change. I understand that we do have a different 
uh, not a, a, a lifestyle that we're trying to uphold, but things happen. Thing, things and, happen. And, and with suicide, like, uh, if, like I, there, it does occur when people are crying out. Some people still commit suicide after they yes. cry out. But if, if you want some insight from my father, um, he didn't cry out. He planned it. Right. So like we saw we kind of seen that after the fact that he was planning some of this stuff. So like how you how you deal with that is you try to talk to them like and if you you're personally feeling um, like you want to commit suicide or something, there's even private hotlines like the National Suicide Hotline that you can call 24 hours a day and get get a hold of, of someone who will be uh, willing to talk to you. And sometimes just talking to one person can change your mind. Just You, you just got to make it to the next day. Absolutely. And in most cases, all we want, you know, all a person wants is a person to, that will listen to them. And it, it, it really, like, once you commit suicide and you're dead, you're not getting, you're not feeling what your family's feeling. But it devastates your family. It hurts. They, you may in your mind, like my dad may have in his mind thought that he was helping us, that like it might like uh, like spur other people to help take care of us, things like that, whatever his reason. Or maybe he was felt like he was a burden on the family. But let me tell you one thing. I would much rather have my dad there than have they gone through what we went through. It really, it, it, it put a hurting on our whole family. No, and... and the thing about, you know, what's happening right now is the economy has stopped on a dime. You know, everything was put to a halt. And the one thing that I can tell you, if you're that other person, if you're that child, if you are the spouse of the individual that you could see him, you know, not uh, being interactive in the way that they once were, it, you know, it's up to you to to be able to call the person out and okay. just let them know exactly. We, we, we got uh, we got Don Sizzle on the line. O OG Suicide, are you there? Oh, yeah, I'm here, family. What's good, man? Oh. Just getting out the studio right now. What's good, family? Oh, nice. shoot. Well, let us, let us know what you're up to right now. Oh, man, I'm working on that um, storyboard album, getting it finished up, getting it, getting it finalized. You know, because I'm getting ready to put it out. All right, getting well, ready to put it out, man. Storyboard album. Yeah. Well, well, you know, over here we've been uh, putting on your uh, um, you "Never Give Up" single every oh, yeah, every it. single uh, show, and I love it. You know, my favorite line is that like crabs in a bucket. People are like crabs oh, in a yeah. bucket. I, where did yeah. you? I've been yeah. meaning to ask you, where did you get that line from? Man, I lived it. <laughs> you know, yeah. You know, when you when you rising, man, it's like you. You know, in the streets, you, you, you oh hit that hit that button hit that button yeah. oh you got it yeah we, we no, no. <laughs> oh my bad I forgot Ooh, thank my you Ooh, <laughs> my bad my bad oh my bad <laughs> no no worries dude it's we'll all talk good. to you on Sunday about that <laughs> hey no no you, you answering that boy really took me back to the streets <laughs> <laughs> so 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 how do you uh um how you working on the the suicide awareness lately have you been doing any uh um, yeah, interviews well, and stuff? I've pr pretty much been kind of doing one-on-one um, -on -one phone calls with people on Zoom with different people and through uh, me going live on my social media, on my Instagram. I just, you know, been counseling people one-on-one. So that's OG Suicide with a C? Yes, OG Suicide with a C on Instagram. Yeah, most definite. You know, keeping those motivational video clips and 
you know, just keeping people inspired, man. That's what it's about. You, you've been doing anything with uh, Voodoo Nation and uh, um, uh, the Native? Oh, with the label, you know, that's who's putting out the storyboard. All and right! We, yeah, oh yeah, you know, I gotta gotta keep pushing with my bro, man, the Native, you know, Shorty, man. So, yeah. we're getting ready to, um, you know, put out that storyboard album and, oh, it's gonna be good. Yes. It's going to be better than the OG's Up Forever album, for sure. Y- you and Short Dog, like, uh, Short Dog is a Sam Manuel native from local here, and uh, you live right up there in the high desert, so I, local talent that y- you guys are taking it to the next level. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, I've been around the game since 87, so I just always stayed independent. Instead of signing with a label, I, I didn't need a label. A label need me. That's how I look at well, it. it. So it, I didn't sign with none of the majors. You're definitely a star in my book, dude. Oh, you're mandatory. And, and the other side of the world feel the same way. <laughs> so, so Don, I have a question for you. Um, I followed yeah. you on, on Facebook, and I love the fact that you throw out your, your positive post every day. Now, one of the posts that caught my attention was, you know, every one of us is born with a gift and a talent. You just got to find out what it is. So when did yeah. you find your talent? And 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 what I mean by what I mean I by that, my talent after after my suicide attempt Thank when you. I was uh, December thirty first, nineteen ninety one, when God spared my life, is pretty much when I found, you know, my purpose and my meaning. What took mm-hmm. you to that dark place? Uh, the situation of how I pretty much was living, you know, homeless, um, was abandoned at eighteen months, grew up in a foster home throughout. Lived in the streets, fell to the post, and it got to a point, you know, with, with no guidance and no, no leadership, you know. So it, it really took me there. I, you know, people say life never get that bad, but if you ain't never walked in them shoes, then you can't really say what life would do. So that's what made my purpose and my meaning in life was to inspire people like I understand them. I've walked in their shoes. So I can relate. Because a lot of people don't want to talk to nobody and tell them they're considering suicide because they feel like nobody can understand them. They feel like the first thing they want to say is, are you crazy? When so, it's not, you're so crazy. Did you, depression did you act depression on it? is real. Depression is, is like almost man, like four or nine bad. So, so, so if you, if you see a, so what would you tell someone who's severely depressed? Like what, what would you tell them to do if they were considered being suicide? Please please reach out to me, man. You know, never give up. Life gets better. I am living proof. Life gets better. Or, or even just a family member or a good friend, they should reach out to somebody, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Somebody, but you got to reach out to somebody that, you know, that's not going to laugh at you because in these days, man, like. Just like social media, we got so much negative in the world and on social media because people do it for views. See, me, I encourage people to not commit suicide, not for a pat on the back, not for a profit, but from the heart. Because I wish I would have had someone that seemed how I was living and just gave me some kind words or just advised me to... Don't give up. Things is going to get better. You may be going through what you're going through now, but that's not how your life is going to end. It's going to get better. So so that, that goes... It get good, that, it got to get bad. That goes back to, you know, the crabs in the bucket, you know, uh, analogy there. Um, how do you find out who is not a crab around you? Or do you seek outside your inner circle 
to uh, to find a good well, listener? Normally, it's the closest one around you. Yeah, you know, all of your circle can be the crab in the bucket because a person that don't know you can hate on you, can't dislike you because of your success. They don't know you. Sure. They don't know anything about you. But what a lot of people forget is we all have the same 24 hours in a day. Yep, that, that makes sense. We all do, huh? Most definitely. So, uh, what what do you uh, what would you say to you know? I'm I'm definitely your fan, and I follow you on there. But like, how can other people follow you and uh, get a hold of some of your music? Is it Spotify or YouTube or is it all of it? Or? It's, it, it's everywhere, family. Yes, all they got to do is search OG Suicide and spell suicide with a C. That's all they got to do, man. Hit me up on Instagram for sure because you know my motivational post that I put up is. I put it like this, man. I, I be having kids 12 years old, all nationalities, 13 years old, 14 year olds that reach out to me. I'm 50 and tell me my music inspired him. Well, it, it inspires me and I'm I'm 44, man. I, I thank you for your music. Yeah, because my music is timeless and it's not, you know, some people make music for a certain age bracket. I make music for the world. It's for everybody. Um, That's awesome. So a little bit on the other stuff. How is your magazine doing? And could you tell the name and everything? Oh, the, um, the magazine is doing good. We're getting ready to um, start working on the next issue here real soon. And what, real what's, soon. It call, what, what's it called again? One, One West Magazine. One West, okay. And yep, you, One West Magazine. And, and, uh, and you have like rappers in there, up and coming, articles. Uh, music, fashion, lifestyle. You name it. Uh, I put suicide prevention in my magazine, too. That's awesome. Have to. And, and do you That's see... That's another reason I created the platform to help get the message across. And and, and you, you inspire, too, because you don't just do one thing. You do a, so many different things that, like, it shows that we all can have that capability in us if we just work you, hard. You can. You can. You, 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 you start with one, and once you get that going, and it's pretty much working it for itself, and you don't have to run it to where it's running itself, then you venture and build something else. And and vice versa, you know, the same thing. You you keep the wheel going. Once you got that going and and it's working and, and, and it's got its own wheels under it, you move to something else. Don, how was it? My main thing out of everything I do is is inspiring others. That's what I love the most. So, so it it sounds like you've been a rapper, you know, for quite some time. How was the transition from the old lyrics to the new lyrics? You know, did you lose any followers um, in in the mix Uh, of that? No, no, I didn't lose followers because people that like, especially overseas, people that's been following me since. 93 like over in japan they, they understand yeah they understand like you you gotta grow up i mean you can't be 50 still talking about being on the block right you're supposed to be trying to get people off the block <laughs> i agree i agree <laughs> and and if you could name like a, an artist that inspired you uh who would that be to be honest i was inspired by ogs from my neighborhood Okay. The ones that was doing good things in life, that wanted things out of life. That's that's who really inspired me. My OGs. Musically, there's no one out there that that inspired me musically. 
you inspired you you just found your 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 niche and you just ran with yes. it. Yeah. Yes. Sounds like you you definitely had a story to tell. Oh yeah, most definite. So, you know, because I know a lot of the artists that's in the industry, you know, and a lot of the it. artists that's in the industry has been around for years, like me, that I know personally. A lot of them is telling false stories. Yep. You know, so I know personally. With me, it's, it's authentic. Yeah. When's your book coming out? Like, I I could see you writing a book. Are you gonna do a book and try to sell it on Amazon or? Uh well yeah eventually uh, once it uh, once it's completed. Once it's completed, because because you because seriously, dude, your story's so interesting that I think the masses would eat that up. Uh, it, it just take. I know it takes time to write a book because you're doing so many things, but you might have someone help you write it. But man, oh, your no, story's I've been, I've been incredible. I've on it. Once I finish it, yeah, the thing that I'm gonna have to do is get someone to just edit it and put it in book form, and it's called Through My Eyes. Oh, great! The name of the book. I'll, I'll order one, at, but, but only if you sign it. <laughs> oh, you're mandatory. That's no problem. <laughs> All right, right. And, I uh, ship so many CDs overseas and sign them on a daily basis, man. I love it. I love doing that's awesome. that. Well, I, I want to thank you for coming on the show, uh, and, and thank you for inspiring this whole new uh, generation of rappers to do good, solid music that it doesn't have to be negative. That's right. At all. You don't have to be negative. You don't have to cuss in your music to come across to get people to listen to it. Well, uh, when, when, you, uh, when, when you get the chance and this COVID's over, we're going to get you back in here to the station, all right? Be glad to. Be glad to. Hey, and and uh, definitely uh, tell the native I said what's up, and we need him on this show here soon. Oh, yeah, I'll make sure to get him down there to the, to the show. All right, we love, sure. we love you. This is OG Suicide with a C. Look him up on YouTube. Look him up on Facebook. Look him up on Instagram. Everything. He's everywhere. <laughs> All right, we're going to oh, let yeah. you go, OG. Thank you so much. Okay, I appreciate it's a pleasure. It. Thank All you. Right. All right. All right, team. Well, this is Robert Porter and, uh, and, and Jesse uh, Morphin in the house right here at KCAA NBC. And this is the I Love San Bernardino County radio show. And we are out of here. Out of CAA Loma Linda, 1050 AM, 106.5 FM, and now 102.3 FM.